Hey there, my name is Allie Robinson. I am a certified personal trainer and running coach, and I am here to love, support, and guide you through this amazing journey to crushing your goals. We will talk about all things running, racing, strength training, nutrition, and weight loss without forgetting the real talk like mental health and motherhood. It's like a coffee date with your bestie, except I have the credentials, personal experience, and client testimonials to back it all up. So grab your favorite water bottle, put on your headphones, start your workout, and join me for something wonderful. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Something Wonderful podcast. Today I have for you another Ask Me Anything bonus episode. So if you have questions about running, racing, strength training, nutrition, weight loss, you guys can send me your questions. You can email them to me at Allie at somethingwonderful.com or you can send me a DM on Instagram. That is Allie, A-L-L-Y at somethingwonderful.com. Send me an email and I will answer your questions here on the podcast. So today's question, I do have to warn you, it's not for the faint of heart because we will be talking about blisters. So if that makes you squeamish, you might want to skip this episode. Um, But you know, on this podcast, we are going to be talking about things like bowel movements and, you know, missing toenails. And so blisters is just one of the lovely things that has to do with running and it's something that you know we are going to be talking about today so let's dive in to today's question so it reads hi Allie I'm training for my very first marathon and every time I do a long run I keep getting more and more blisters they are really painful and make running difficult Is blisters just something I have to deal with to be a runner or should I pop my blisters and ignore the pain? So, my dear, first of all, congratulations on training for your very first marathon. That is so exciting. However, I wish you weren't dealing with these blisters because anything wrong with your feet can really absolutely suck the joy out of training for your big race. So I will say that, you know, especially when it comes to to training for a marathon, because it's so long and you're putting in so many miles, but really anytime you are running, running is going to be uncomfortable. There are going to be some aches and pains, but it should never be painful, right? So know that, you know, at the end of your your question, you said, should I just ignore the pain? We are never ignoring pain ever. Even if it's something as simple as a blister, we should never be ignoring pain, whether it's knee pain or shin pain. We never just ignore pain or deal with pain. But as far as blisters go, when I first started running long distance races, I would get blisters all the time. And really like you, I thought that blisters were normal and I thought that it was something that I just had to get used to or that if I ran more, they would just magically go away. And, you know, unfortunately, (laughs) the blisters never just magically stopped. 
So I kind of went on this like anti-blister um, journey, right? So I was really trying to figure out what was causing these blisters. How do I avoid them? Because, um, oh gosh, now it's been a long, it's been a while since I had the baby. But, um, you know, before I got pregnant, there was a time that I did like some back to back to back marathons. I was training for a couple different ultras and my feet were just absolute messes when it came to blisters. So I really did just go on this journey to like, okay, I am going to figure out what I need to do to get these blisters under control. So the first thing that we need to know about blisters is that blisters are caused by friction and blisters can be worsened by heat and moisture. So friction, Plus heat and moisture equals really, really bad blisters and things that we don't want to have to deal with when we are runners. So friction can come from your shoes, or your socks. Uh, it can come from like sweat uh, or other, you know, forms of moisture. Like, you know, if your feet get wet or it's raining and it can sometimes be really kind of frustrating to figure out what is causing the blisters because if you're saying like Allie I have a blister on my heel that's really different than like Allie I have blisters on my toes and even if it's someplace like you know I'm getting blisters on you know my arch it can still be hard to know like is that coming from your shoes is it coming from your socks is it coming from excess sweat like what's going on so i'm going to go through some some key points that you can start to try to kind of narrow in on what is causing these blisters for you so one of the big things that i see is shoes right shoes causing blisters because ill-fitted shoes whether they are too big or they are too small or too narrow they can cause rubbing on places that it shouldn't be on your foot so if you've been wearing um you know the same shoes all the time and then suddenly you switch into a new pair it might be the shoes that are causing those blisters and yes, shoes might take a little bit of a break-in period. I did do an entire episode all about breaking in your shoes um, in episode six. But if you are running in a new pair of shoes and it's causing you all of these major blisters, those might not be the shoes for you. So while shoes can take a little bit to break in, they should not be causing you major blisters. If they are, you need to take those shoes off and go get um, a different pair or exchange them or do something because we're not just going to deal with new shoes giving you blisters, okay? Um, if you haven't had new shoes and let's say you've been running in the same shoes, the same type of shoes for a long time, the next thing that I would look at is your socks. 
I had a client. She'd been running for like a year, but her mileage was relatively low mileage, like three or four miles. But then she wanted to do a 10K. So we started increasing her mileage. Her long run started getting a little longer. And suddenly she is starting to get blisters pop up. So one of the first questions I asked was about her socks. And, you know, she was just running in these these value pack cotton socks and even though she'd been running in these socks for over a year without issue, you know, the longer that your runs get, and especially since, um, you know, the weather had been warming up after, you know, her running in the cold all winter, um, between some of this new heat and because her runs were getting longer, those cotton socks were kind of holding on to all of this moisture, which was creating moisture and heat and more friction, which was suddenly causing her blisters. So know that it could be the socks that you are wearing. And you will find so many different brands of athletic socks and running socks. Um, But overall, most of them are going to be like moisture wicking, you know, they'll say like low friction um, socks that claim to prevent blisters. Um, And, you know, there is no one size fits all solution. Like I said, there's so many different brands and so many different options. I know when I was going on my anti-blister journey, I went through so many different brands and styles and even ones that claimed to be blister free still ended up giving me blisters. So you might have to try a couple different pairs And so when I was doing all of my races, I ended up trying a new pair of socks. And I promise you, I'm not getting paid to promote this product or this brand. I wish I was because I've turned so many people on to these socks. But the socks that helped me is a brand called Injinji. And with these Injinji socks, they are toe socks. And I was the person that for years of running, I thought that I was above toe socks. I would make fun of the people that wore toe socks. Not really, but maybe in my head. I guess I don't really make fun of anybody. But I just thought toe socks were weird or uncomfortable. Um, But after suffering from so many blisters, uh, I tried my very first pair of toe socks. And oh my gosh, it was almost immediate relief. And now I have been wearing Injinji socks for a couple years now. I have ran marathons. I have ran ultras. I have done Spartan races running through mud and muck and rivers. And I can tell you that I've not had a single blister. So if you are struggling with blisters and you've tried a couple pairs of socks, keep looking. Okay, you might have to go through lots of different pairs, and I know that that is not cheap because running socks are really expensive, but keep trying different products to figure out what works for you because I can tell you it is so nice to not have to worry about all the blisters. Okay, so the next thing that you can also (laughs) try to do, sorry guys, The next thing you guys can try to do is that if it's not your socks, it's not your shoes, is that you guys can try creating more of a barrier between you and the friction, 
right? So we can try to create a barrier through um, like Vaseline or Body Glide or just anti-chafing cream, something that you could put on your feet or your toes or on those hot spots to try to reduce the friction and create a barrier on your skin. The last thing that I want you to consider when it comes to blisters is the weather and the seasons. If you've been running all winter and you haven't had any issues and now suddenly the weather is warming up and it's summer and suddenly you're dealing with all of these new blisters, know that it could be the added heat, which I said, you know, heat and moisture and humidity and all the things that come with summer that can be amplifying the conditions that are causing these blisters. So you would still want to go back and, you know, maybe try different socks, um, keeping your feet dry and maybe creating something to to create that barrier on your skin, like the Vaseline, the Body Glide, the anti-chafe cream, something that is going to to help minimize the the stress and the friction on your skin because like I said you don't want to be dealing with these blisters as a runner especially when you're training with for a marathon because training for a marathon is already so much stress on your body and so much that goes into it I don't want you dealing with these blisters but regardless of what is causing your blisters should the big question is should you or should you not pop your blisters and this is where my answer gets split because as your coach as coach Allie I will tell you do not pop your blisters your uh, blisters are are your body's natural way of protecting itself right? It's got this heat. It's got this friction. Your body is creating almost like a band-aid and it's creating that fluid to help protect the skin underneath. And if you pop your blister, you are increasing your chance of infection. There's a reason that your body is creating that blister. And once it's popped, infection can get in there under that really sensitive baby skin and it can cause issues. But as a fellow runner, I know how annoying blisters can be and how much they hurt and how much they can prevent you from running. If you have this major blister that you haven't popped, it's going to be impossible to go out and, and do your run. And I know how frustrating that is. So have I popped my own blisters before? Yes, yes, I have. Um, you know, it's relatively painless. But as long as you are safe and sterile about it, because I do not want you to be getting infection, but I also don't want you to try running with blisters and it lead to you changing your gait or changing the way or pattern that you're running. And I don't want it to cause you more issues or more injury. So ultimately, I truly believe that it should be left up to the professionals to be piercing your skin and popping your blisters. But as a runner, I completely understand that sometimes it can be so relieving to pop those blisters. But please, please, please be safe. 
okay? So that is my take on blisters. Hopefully you can find the cause of your blisters so you can swap out your socks, keep your feet nice and dry, create that barrier on your skin, and you can keep training for your marathon pain-free. Okay, so that is it for me today. I hope you guys have a wonderful day and I will talk to you very soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Something Wonderful podcast. To show your support for the show, please take a moment to rate and review wherever you are listening to your episodes. You can follow me on Instagram at something underscore wonderful. And you can even join my free Facebook group, Weight Loss for Runners. And remember, my friends, until next time, you are something wonderful.